0: Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of At The Buzzer. My name is Max Crater, and with me as always, I got Lubin jel Unfortunately, once again, Ryan Ufner is not able to make it. He's still feeling a little bit under the weather, so hopefully next week he'll man up and he'll be able to join us. I feel better, Ryan. See ya. But we do have two very special guests with us joining us on this episode. We got Brandon Harnick, a.k.a. Boar, a.k.a. Bagel, <laughs> a.k.a. anything that starts with a B. He goes by it. What's up, y'all? How's everyone doing? and we also got Jericho McGrain. He's a fellow Hawks fan, also a fellow dog, and the biggest LeBron James fan you'll ever meet. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, unfortunately. So, so, we got a we got a different but fun exciting episode for you guys. We're going to step a little bit away from the NBA and talk college football. So, next weekend is a big weekend across the country. A lot has to happen a lot on the line to make the playoffs for those top teams. And let's start off with the ACC championship, Clemson versus Virginia.
1: I think unanimous Clemson. Here.
0: Another another cakewalk for Clemson, like it has been all year. I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is was
2: last four or five games his thirteen touchdowns, no picks, including today. Uh, I haven't seen. No, nah, I don't know. I haven't seen. It I not think today. he had like three touchdowns in the first quarter on its own. Yeah. So.
1: I mean, I think Clemson just have a, like you said, it's a cakewalk. They don't play anyone hard ever. I mean, the games like the third hardest yeah. games like Georgia Tech. People
3: freaked about freaked out about um, Lawrence's first like three games this year. He threw like no, it was like first four games he had like seven picks. Yeah, he and was everyone's like, play. oh, like is he bored? Like no, yeah, he's no, what's he at now? Like t- thirty and like eight picks. Yeah, he's playing thirty touchdowns, eight picks. Yeah,
0: he's picked it up. Granted, it is against really bad teams, but yeah. it's I think it's ridiculous for anybody to. Question his talent. He's yeah. obviously a top oh, quarterback yeah. in the country. He's Very gonna be much. a top pick in the draft. Very much. He's gonna be a beast. But yeah, I mean, I think that Clemson Virginia matchup next weekend is just. I mean, is there anything to really talk about? Do you think it's out? gonna be a blowout? Yes. Yes. Hundred yeah. percent. Yes. And what, what do you not? No, I do. i okay. granted oh, yeah. that uh,
1: Clemson always have a cakewalk, They do. They do show up. I mean, they just yeah. spank the hell out of Bama. No, yeah, this is yeah.
3: nothing new for them right now. Yeah. So. so
0: I mean, I think it's routine as usual for Davo Sweeney and the boys. So. So is done, Clemson won, we'll see them in the playoffs. That's right. The Big 12, Oklahoma-Baylor. That's tough. They had a good matchup uh, a couple weeks ago in the regular season. baylor blew a 28-3 lead. Shout so out to <laughs> mm, <that> So <sounds> <laughs> we're not the only ones. 28-3, that sounds familiar. We're not the only ones.
2: I think Oklahoma's going to win that game. Jalen Hurts is still unreal. He, I uh, was watching... The like last week when they played TCU, and I realized he's like he's still a good thrower, but running wise, he's like not that fast. Hurts? yeah, he's like yeah. super elusive, but not that fast. Somebody was saying like his comparison, like with Kyler, is that watching Kyler last year compared is that he did the same exact thing, but just a lot, a lot quicker. Faster. But Hurts
0: is just like bigger and stronger, he is. yeah, exactly. He, he's like a big dude,
2: exactly. Um, Baylor, Baylor's good this year, they are good, they're like one of those teams that you just really don't watch at all. Right, but they just—you always see on the scoreboard that they're—they're they're playing Kansas right now. I think they're up like forty-eight to three. What are they ranked right now? They're either
0: nine or ten. I think they're ten. They're,
2: uh, yeah, they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're top okay. ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're just always doing something. They're always good. Like their defense is solid. They have a good quarterback. I think Oklahoma's gonna do gonna win the game. I think it's gonna be close. Probably like a twenty-eight twenty-four type of game. Really? I think it's
0: going to be more high scoring than that. The Big 12 defenses, man, they are. But terrible. Baylor's
2: defense is like the only like good defense in the Big 12. I guess.
0: Maybe. I think Oklahoma
2: wins, and Oklahoma wins
0: soundly
1: because two things A, Jalen Hurts. And then B, they snatch the soul out of Baylor with that 20 from coming back 28 3. As we've seen, teams who blow that massive of a lead don't ever bounce back. And I think they're going to have recurring nightmares from that. <laughs> and I think Jalen Hurts is just going to
0: absolutely put it in them. So I don't really think it's going to be close on that one. So yeah. I got Oklahoma as well. I agree. I just think Jalen Hurts, you've there's even missed stuff on Twitter after every post game interview. You see like he has the Alabama blood in him. They win by like 50 points. He's like, "No, I'm not satisfied. We have to go and beat him by more or whatever." And then even after the games, he's what they win by like 30 points. He's in there like lifting weights. Right. You see, yeah. you see all that stuff. It's like there's just so much Alabama in him that the winning also comes with that, and I think that they're going to... I personally think that they're going to blow Baylor out, especially after com- coming back earlier in the year from 28-3. I think Hertz, it's going to be... Hurts has the legendary work ethic badge. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, much. Big 12, Oklahoma, even if they win, I mean, they're not going to be in the playoffs anyway, ranks, so... Are they... I eight, think they're seven, seven, or eight? Eight, 7 or 8, yeah, but... They need a lot to happen. A lot needs to happen, yeah, so... Let's go to the Big Ten. Ohio State, Wisconsin's up right now like 38-10, you said, yeah, Brandon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so, going to be
2: the winner of the Minnesota-Wisconsin game plays Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. So,
0: so Minnesota's out of the playoff picture. They lost this, so... Ohio- it was short-lived for them. Yeah, it's going to be Ohio State-Wisconsin next weekend? Yeah. What do you guys think? Fields. Fields. It's <laughs> a short but sweet answer. Fields, Chase Young. That's it. Yeah, that's really all. J. K. Dobbins. JK, okay, so there's a bunch of <laughs> players. They're a good team. Yeah. They're
3: they're one of those teams that's full of first rounders every year, and the, this year's no different. Except it's like even better.
1: They're also the most complete team. They're correct. Top five offense, top five defense. Heisman Heisman worthy quarterback. Yeah. superstars on both sides. Yeah, Chase Young, uh, J. K. Dobbins has had a, well, two hundred eleven yards, four touchdowns a day. I think he just. Michigan. I think he
0: just passed Ezekiel Elliott's career rushing yards. Really? Yeah. At at Ohio State. I think he's he's number two now and he just passed Zeke who's number three now. Yeah. Which is crazy.
1: Yeah, Ohio State, uh I mean they're they're a force to be reckoned with. I think they, they beat him once, they'll beat him again. I mean I mean Jonathan Taylor can only do so much. They killed him the first time. Yeah, yeah. they killed him they they, they helped Jonathan
2: Taylor to like nothing. Jonathan Taylor is the only reason that they actually have a chance. Yeah. But seeing and, seeing Fields Today, against Michigan, especially with the injury, I thought that was like actually like a serious yeah. injury for a second. I'm happy he didn't get hurt. Yeah, me too. Seeing him come back and just do exactly what he did. He
0: came in like five minutes later. Yeah. As, first if, as if like nothing happened. the knee brace and, and threw a, a dime. Yeah,
2: first place scrambled to the left, just like Jericho said, a dime, dime pass. It'd be nice if Georgia had a quarterback who could do that.
0: You did. It'd oh, a, yeah, we did. <laughs> it'd be nice if we had him. Yeah. Oh. But. Not from yeah, I mean we we can save the Georgia talk. We'll get to them in a second. So I think we're all we all agree that Ohio State is going to win that game and they're going to march right on into the playoffs. Correct. As the top seed. Correct. So the Pac-12. This one's this one's a little bit interesting. This could be this could go either way. I think Oregon versus Utah. Assuming Utah beats Colorado tonight, which yeah. they should. You would you would think so.
2: I've got I've got Utah beating Oregon. Uh, Herbert is I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. I know there's always been the talk of his height is actually like a problem in the draft but he's still a, a guaranteed top five
0: pick how tall is he? six 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 seven I was like Brock Osweiler yeah <laughs> look, a, look how that works yeah
3: <laughs> he's a big dude he, he has like a cannon but it's not like super accurate
2: yeah and Utah's a very they're they're an efficient team they're they're like a balanced offensive and defensive Oregon they're so hit or miss I mean they're not gonna make the playoffs even if they win. So this is just, I guess, to make the Rose Bowl for, for anything, but
0: they they couldn't even do a thing against Arizona State. Utah though's got a lot on the line. Yeah. They, if they win this game, they have a very good chance to make the playoff.
2: They're putting them their names in the hat if yeah. they win. Yeah. They've been they've been close a couple years now. They were they were top I mean, they weren't like six, but they were top fifteen the past couple years. They've been making a run and then they just either I know USC has beaten them to to ruin their chances. Oregon has beaten them to ruin their chances. So it's yeah. gonna be that's gonna
0: be actually like a very good game. Yeah, that's gonna be a big one.
1: Uh, I have actually Oregon winning that game. I think Oregon for the most part of the year have looked pretty solid, pretty sound. Uh, I know their first game against Auburn, they were dominating for three and a half quarters, and Auburn came back and beat them. And then since then, up until that Arizona State lost, I think they'll. Very sound, very solid, and I know the whole. In my opinion, the only way Pac twelve team was going to get in if is was if both of them were one loss and right. going in. So <clears> I'm, I'm actually indi- going to agree with you with the Oregon pick. Yeah, I just don't think uh, I know Utah's good, but I, I don't think that sounds right to me. Doesn't sound right. I admittedly, also haven't seen too much of a, too much of Utah uh, this yeah. year to like speak too much on them. Yeah. But I'm gonna just I'm gonna just put my bets on Oregon and say yeah. that Arizona State loss was uh, one of those fluke losses. Just, yeah, and I
3: can't imagine myself talking about Utah like with the likes of LSU, Georgia. It does Clinton, sound a little,
1: like uh, I just don't get I don't know. I couldn't yeah, really no, put no,
2: Oregon in there to be honest. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, than that. I, yeah, but I do think it'll be a tight contest. I do think Justin Herbert is he will try to make up for whatever he can for the Arizona State loss. So um, I know the defense really let them down on, on during that Arizona State game. And I think they'll do whatever they can to try to console and get to the Rose Bowl, like Brad mentioned, and go on for
0: theirs. Yeah, so. I mean, I got Utah on that one. Going off all your guys' points, I haven't really watched a lot of Utah myself. I've only heard about them, and I've seen a little bit of it. They're a good team from what I've heard. And, yes, they may not be as good as those LSU, Ohio State's, and Clemson's, but they are ranked number six right now. They're right behind Bama. They're a good team. They do win this game. They have a really good chance to be in the playoff, like I mentioned earlier, and I think they can do it. And Especially for this game next weekend, I do think that they can beat Oregon. So We'll see, though. I mean, that's going to be a fun matchup. That's a good one. A lot better than the ACC Big 12 and Big 10 matchups. But, yeah, let's go on to the big one. Number one, or number two versus number four, the SEC Championship. I'm nervous as a Georgia fan. I got UJ. I don't care what anybody
1: says. I think Dog's going to win that one. I hope you're right. I think that UJ is going to win that one. I don't know, man. Uh, we got to take a step back. I know, like, as your own team, we're going to be, like, very critical. And it's no, no secret that the offense is, has been very lackadaisical or just terrible in a way. I'm trying to be generous. Yeah, you know, I know. But our know. defense is lights out. I think we have a natty level defense. Uh, no one can argue that. And, f- like, Jake Fromm. Uh, I've been a supporter of It's hard to hold on hope with this guy, especially seeing how he's playing, especially seeing the guy in Columbus, how he's playing. But I think what gives me the slightest bit of hope is two things. A, LSU to me seemed like the Oklahoma the SEC. Uh, really good offense. Their defense is really bad. Uh, I mean, like, I think Ole Miss was – putting up points on them. Almost um, um, dropped like thirty eight
3: yeah. on them. Almost put, put
0: up. Even earlier in the year, to your point, I think Vanderbilt even scored like thirty yeah. six. Yeah, a, yeah. a lot of teams, a lot of bad teams have put up points of them yeah. to your point, but go yeah. ahead.
1: And uh I just hold on like what I saw from the Florida game. I think Florida was one of those slight little glimmers of offensive hope that we saw and especially from Jake Fromm. I've seen Jake play better. I've seen our offense play better and that's like what makes me in some sort of optimist, because I feel like that they can play better than what they're actually producing, Agreed. and I feel like in the big Agreed. game, I think Kirby has to get his head out of his ass. I think Coley's really got to like stick out. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see Joe Burrow and that LSU offense play against our lights out defense. Which one's gonna Which one's gonna bend like break first? Their defense is not really that good, and I think if our our offense now we have injuries. I know Cager, that's a big loss. It's a huge uh, Pickens, loss. Pickens decided to beat Deontay Water and <laughs> punched the hell out of that. Uh, I mean, he he ruined that guy, but he's gonna be out for the first half. <clears throat> Hopefully, Swift isn't hurt. But I you call me delusional, man, but I think it's, I think we I, can pull not, out the win against so, LSU.
3: It's not delusional. To think Georgia can beat LSU. I think Georgia can beat LSU. Their I'm, defense is bad. I'm gonna agree with Lubin. Uh, I'm not just like a boomer. Georgia fan I'm um, like most Georgia fans I'm not in love with Jake Fromm I wanted him to start badly uh, when we had Eason I thought he was far superior talented to Eason but even when like after he's I've seen enough of him now I'm like I don't know I don't know if he's the answer um, at Georgia um, but for some reason
1: I, I think it's just the defense and it's making me feel confident in that game yeah, I think we'll give Joe Burrow and that uh that offense like a look that they haven't seen all year. Right. And I think that the offense can sustain some sort of production to be better than the LSU yeah. defense. I don't My-
3: I think Fromm is um I don't think he has like a ton of confidence today. Like when I was at the game today for his tech, um like the, the eight step dropbacks that like, he usually yeah. drops back and hits. Yeah they just he was throwing him a yard short of the guy, like it hits the ground and bounces up yeah. to him. Like he never does that. Like he's always Especially on the outer routes, like he's always pinpoint on the out routes. At least he's a little, you know, skittish to throw over the middle, which a lot of quarterbacks are, rightfully so. But um, I just think he needs like one, like really big game to get him going. Which and I think
0: is a huge red flag. You've had twelve weeks to build up confidence, sure, and you come into Georgia Tech, a team that's three and eight, and you can't even build up confidence. You play at LSU, yeah, next weekend. Your top receivers are both out. You have to have some sort of confidence. That's, yeah. I think that's a huge, huge red flag that Jake Fromm, the entire year besides the Florida game, hasn't really had any confidence. Yeah. Maybe he has, maybe he hasn't, but it sure doesn't look like it. To me, though, like, I, I understand the red flag, but it's
3: huge to me, like, that would go for most inexperienced quarterbacks, whereas he's already been at the Rose Bowl and the Natty, where he's had two pretty good games. Um, like He has the experience. I just think he's lacking confidence this year. Like He's regressed a little bit, and I think he's just lacking confidence in his throws. And that can he can turn it on at any point. I just think right opinion.
0: I just think right now is the wrong time to not have any sort of confidence. Sure. I okay, think I, that's, I that. think it's a huge, huge red flag for Georgia as a Georgia fan. But Lubin to your point, LSU, you're 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 comparing our defense and their defense. Yeah. Right? Ours is a lot better than theirs. Yeah. I think that LSU's offense is better than Georgia's defense. Georgia's strength of schedule. We've played a lot of backup quarterbacks. Luckily. Look at LSU's strength of schedule. It's what I think it's a top five strength of schedule. Yeah. In, something like yeah, that. Yeah. The and they are putting up like 35 to 40 points week after week after those top against those top, top teams. My issue is, is that Georgia, yes, they do have a top defense, but it's not like we're gonna go in next Saturday and we're gonna force LSU to like three and out, three and out, three and out. Absolutely they're not. They're gonna be on the field for like Five, six minutes at a time on offense. Maybe we'll stop them, force, force them to punt, force them to a field goal. I think Georgia's offense is not good enough. I think Georgia's offense is very capable to go three and out, three and out, three and out. That's going to make our stellar defense tired. Mm-hmm. The defense isn't going to be off the field for too long. They're going to go right back in it after Fromm does a third and six incompletion on a check down. Defense is going to go right back into it, and Burroughs is going to expose that tired defense. That's how I see the game going. So what are you saying, Max? You, you don't think Georgia's going to win? No, I'm no, I don't. Okay. And I hate to say it, and I hope that you're right. I hope Georgia wins. I am right. I hope so, but it's just the way me watching Georgia all year. To Jericho's point, it doesn't seem like Fromm's is very confident. I think it's the wrong time. It's an awful time to not have confidence going into the biggest game of the year next year. You have your best receiver in Cager out. You have your second best receiver and Pickens out for halftime. DeAndre Swift, we don't know. I mean, it seems he's like he, it seems like he's okay, but there's also no reports that he's hurt or healthy. So we have no I idea. heard it's
1: just a shoulder contusion and Kirby said he'll be fine for next week. I don't know.
0: I just think that the way Georgia has looked, all the question marks that we have, I LSU has been so consistent. Georgia hasn't all year. And here's what I will say though.
3: I would rather have questions on about your offense than your defense. If your defense can't get stops like LSU's can't against Vanderbilt, I'd rather have questions about my offense than my defense. Like, even though Georgia struggles and we have injuries and Fromm doesn't look great, we have we know what we're getting getting from my defense. Like, so, to me, it's hard It's hard to imagine LSU putting up, like, 30 points. That's just hard for me to so, imagine. So I, think LSU, I, yeah, I, I
2: would normally agree with that, but I think against LSU it's just completely different because how you're saying you don't see them scoring like 35 I mm-hmm. think Georgia needs to score at least 35 to even win. I agree with that. Like LSU's B, LSU's offense is so so dominant their defense isn't like terrible. It's like I know like they bad. I know they've had bad games against Ole Miss and against Vandy yeah. but at the same time they're they're, really up, bad they're up the like run. But that's the thing though. Georgia hasn't had a bad game on defense and they we
3: know what they're going to get from yeah. their defense. We like for all we know Georgia could open up the playbook against them and just Score, drop forty, yeah. oh. and and in my opinion, I don't see LSU dropping thirty on Georgia. I just don't think
0: Georgia has played that great of talent, and then they may. I, yes, their defense is good, but we've played a lot of backup quarterbacks. I just, I don't we're, know. I just we're see, good. We're, we're we are like, good. No, I, no, no, we, I don't I, want, I don't want to hear the discredit of the defense yeah. of the Georgia. No, no, no. We're good. I I agree. I just think that LSU is is an entire, entirely different animal that Georgia has faced. Sure. Just so you can maybe say the same thing that our defense is an entirely different animal that LSU has faced. Correct. I get that. I just think that LSU and their offense, I think with how bad our offense looks, it's not going to give the defense enough rest, and then over time, Joe is going to expose our entire defense. I'm, That's how I see the game what going. I, what I
3: will say is if Swift is not 100%, well, he's not going to be 100%. Obviously, he's hurt. I mean, if, as long as he plays, I'll feel confident. If Swift's out, I'm like, I'm just... I might open. jump ship.
2: I mean... I've got, I'm, I'm going to have LSU winning. I think they're just a... a I really think they're just a far better team, defensively. Obviously, Georgia is is better. Um, I didn't go to Georgia, so they're. I've never been a, a big Georgia fan, um, and I'm also born in New Orleans, so LSU is at least like a second team for me. Um, but they're they're just. I just think uh, from I've never been a Fromm fan. I don't think he's like that good. Right. Obviously, he's still like a potential like first second round pick, but. This man needs at least a run game to do anything efficient, and, and like I can still see like someone like Tua or Burrow or somebody still be able to do it on their own and not rely on the defense and the run game to really just push him over the top. From is is uh, uh, out route and a and a dump off, and that's that's all I ever see, and and then an, an overthrow every once in a while. That's because that's
3: our whole offense, and some people blame From, some people blame Coley. To, I think it's a combination. To, it is a combination, yeah. but like if you watch like Franz past four games, five, like he missed. He's missed every single throw. His completion minutes. percentage has also been really bad lately. I know that's what I'm saying. Like like any like he's missed most of it. Like the open throws that he's had. What was he
2: today? He was like 13 of 28, two fifty and yeah. four touchdowns, yeah. but he still only threw like 50. But
3: the thing is, like I know he's capable
1: of going 26 for 30. It's just he has no confidence right now. I, I bank on the fact that. Um, like he he's he's had good moments in big games and one like we had a bad game. I would say Kentucky was pretty underwhelming, even though we shut him out. The next week after the bye, he comes out and you know, I think he played his best game against Florida, which at that time was our biggest game of the year. Anyway, yeah. uh, Notre Dame. I think he played decent. I know Notre Dame fans would definitely give him credit for being a stone cold killer. So, like I said, I I don't like the way yes. Fromm looks right now. But I I've seen him play better, and I know there's a capability of being better. So I'm gonna bank on that high. Agreed. That we're gonna do that. Our defense is gonna shut him out, and we'll squeak a tight shut one. Shut him out. Not shut him out, but like do well. Shut him down. Shut, shut him, him down as gotcha, Okay. Say. Shut him down. and And then, and then like. we're gonna we're gonna squeak <sighs> him out. Or we're gonna squeak out a tight one in Mercedes Benz. Yeah, I mean Dogs on top. Yeah.
0: I mean the fan in me wants to say Georgia's gonna win just because I'm typically pretty optimistic, but. I think if I look at this from an honest, realistic viewpoint, I see LSU as a far better team than we are right now. And just the whole, all of the injuries, all of the question marks that Georgia has going on right now, I just see LSU coming in and not handling us, but I can see them winning by double digits. But I don't know, man. Let's see. I Like I said, I hope I'm wrong. I want Georgia to win, obviously. And we'll see. It's going to be a good game, I hope. I will but, say
2: one more thing is that LSU did beat Bama, and that made me sold enough. So
0: yeah, and Burrow looked insane that game. Burrow's going Heisman. Yeah, I think
3: Burrow is basically like if you combine all the quarterbacks that Georgia's faced into one, basically equals
0: Burrow by now. And I think Burrow surpasses Still all better. the quarterbacks that we combine. Exactly. And Burrow's far better than all I know. those guys combined. Exactly. So
3: that, but like I said, I don't know. Just just me like to have a shootout game. I don't see it happening against Georgia's defense. I think they're solid all around especially if like I know we were talking about the other day how they don't really get much of a pass rush but like some some games they wake up and get four or five and if somehow that happens versus LSU like they're in big trouble
0: you know One thing that I have noticed about Georgia is that they play to their competition Yeah so just like South Carolina, Kentucky, awful teams, Georgia plays awful I mean Florida, Notre Dame, Auburn Right we it up. we do play to our competition so I'm hoping we we play to our competition against LSU Sure. Mm-hmm. And I think we will. Granted, like I said, we have a lot of question marks. Yeah. But See, I, I think Kirby will.
3: Kirby will so. have the boys already. I hope so.
1: We've been saying that for three years. Shout out, Zach. Yeah, Kirby's <laughs> have the boys already, and I, I feel confident. So, come I so. or whatnot, I, I got dogs on top by what, a little bit. Let's so. hope. I come hope Tigers, you're ready.
0: So, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break right now. Um, Once we get back, though, we're going to, after all that discussion, we're going to talk about our predictions for the college football playoff. So, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, guys. So right now we're going to talk about our predictions for the college football playoff: who's in, who's out, who's going to meet up in the Natty, and who's going to win it all. So Brandon, let's we'll start with you.
2: So I'm going to start out as my four seed going to Utah. I'm, I chose them in our conference championship picks that they would beat Oregon, and as well as LSU beating Georgia. Uh, I don't think that they'll put Bama at four. Um and they would look more at uh, Utah winning the Pac twelve as as higher and I know that they that like they could look at Auburn uh, Oregon matchup and that could be huge for Utah on the resume that they beat that Oregon team so that's gonna be my four three I'm gonna have Clemson just obviously Trevor Lawrence Clemson they're always they're always gonna make it. And they're always going to find a way to like surprise no matter what. The little cupcake schedule. Exactly. A walk into the playoff. Uh, two, I'm going to have LSU. I do think that that one-two seed is going to be the toughest decision because if LSU does beat UGA, that's going to be hard to look at compared to Ohio State being Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to keep Ohio State at one for, for now. Sure. Um, and then in the championship, I'm going to have Ohio State versus LSU. I think that's going to be everybody's decision. I do think Clemson LSU is going to be closer than people think. I think like we were just saying Clemson always finds a way to to win games in the in the playoffs. And I do think this might come down to a last a last play game. But so Ohio State LSU and then it's tough, but I keep thinking that I keep wanting LSU to win and also my brother's a huge LSU fan. Shout out Josh. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with Ohio State. They're both sides of their team are just so dominant. Chase Young is gonna be top pick of the draft. Justin Fields, I really want him to win Heisman, but mm-hmm. it's gonna be Burrow, which is gonna be insane to see the potential one and two in Heisman voting. Uh, so I'm gonna have Ohio State over LSU. Okay, I'll sure. go. I'll
3: go ahead and go as the other guest on today's show. Okay, so number one would go to Ohio State. Uh, I think they're going to win out. I don't see anybody beating them, um, especially with Minnesota getting whooped. Um, I thought that might be a good game. We were actually talking about a scenario today where if, if Minnesota would have won and met up with Ohio State and then Minnesota beats Ohio State, that would have got super interesting, but yeah. Minnesota got blown out. So that's out of the question. So Ohio State's number one for me. Um, in this scenario, I have Georgia beating LSU uh, in the SEC ship, so LSU would drop to four. Clemson would move up to two. Georgia moves up to three. So the first round would be Ohio State versus LSU and Georgia versus Clemson. Um, that would be my four. And I would say Ohio State would beat LSU, and I think Georgia can beat Clemson. But I I don't know. I don't think anybody can beat Ohio State, so I would say they, they would take the natty. You're putting your dogs all the way to the natty. I'm putting losing. them in the natty again, but – I I'm just not confident in anyone beating Ohio State. You've got fields
2: beating from and yeah, realizing that Fields should have been the starting quarterback As I GTA. said a year ago for all you
3: <laughs> all y'all to hear, but nobody wanted to listen. Every
0: UGA fan's a worse sniper. I mean, I agreed with
2: you. Yeah, you
3: did. You were one of, you were one of the few. So yeah, that I uh I just don't see I don't think any team can beat Ohio State. Um I think they're great on both sides of the ball. Um Georgia as we just talked about is weak at times offensively and that would you know, ultimately hold them back from beating Ohio State?
1: Me, I have the same four as Jericho. I have Ohio State at one. I got um, Clemson at two. I got UJ at three. And I have LSU at four. Um, I, do, I do think that if there was a one-four matchup, I think it would be a quite a good game between Ohio State and LSU. I think Ohio State would definitely win that matchup. And then in my absolutely non-biased predictions, I would have Georgia beating Clemson. Non-biased. Uh, non-biased <laughs> at all. I think Georgia beats Clemson. And then I think in quite the showdown, Ohio State-Georgia, it'd be a back and forth. Uh, <laughs> I, think our, I, think our, I think our offense would wake up, and then Georgia takes the natty, from shuts the haters up, UJ on top, baby. I hope you're right. So man. non-biased whatsoever. Kirby's not losing another national championship And we'll bring one to Athens, man. I think that's what's going to happen. Zach's fan like rubbed off on you big time. I got Georgia (laughs) winning the natty, man. We got it this time. So that's up to me. I hope you're right. I hope you are.
3: We all hope you're right, except for Brandon. I don't know who he's rooting for. LSU, probably. Hail Southern, baby.
2: Georgia Southern.
0: (laughs) Uh, For me, I got my number one seat is going to be Ohio State. I think they're going to take care of business against Wisconsin. Number two, Brandon, you made a you brought up a really good point that I don't know how the committee is going to view that LSU win over Georgia, to see if that warrants enough for them to jump Ohio State in the rankings. I don't think it does just because of how dominant Ohio State has looked all year, um, on a, on a both sides of the ball. Their defense is a lot better than LSU's, and I think they're going to keep the rankings the way they are. Number one, Ohio State. Number two, LSU. Number three, Clemson. I mean, there's not much to talk about them. They're going to. Be undefeated. They've been number three pretty much the entire year. A win over Virginia is not going to be that impressive in as eyes of the committee. As I don't think it should. And then number four, Brandon. I agree with you. I'm going to put the Utah Utes. It sounds terrible, just because what the hell, Utah Utes. <laughs> but I do think that beating Oregon, Oregon beating Auburn. So obviously that Oregon team is. Or Oregon losing to Auburn. Oregon nope. lost Auburn. Oregon lost Auburn. Oregon yeah. lost Auburn. So I mean that was early in the year, but Oregon. Oregon obviously they're a good team, and I think Utah getting a quality win over them next weekend, and being the Pac-12 champions, I think that's enough for them to jump Alabama, who is pretty much just gonna have a stagnant week, not prove anything to the committee, and. I think they're gonna fall down to six or fall down to five while Utah jumps them to number four. Yeah. So I got that number one versus number four matchup in Ohio State. Utah, I think that's gonna be pretty much a blowout. Fields are gonna take care of business. Chase Young is probably gonna I don't know have like twelve sacks in the game. I don't know anything about Utah's offensive line, but yeah, I got Ohio State winning that game. LSU Clemson, I agree. That's gonna be a close one. Clemson, you can't doubt Davo Sweeney. In the postseason. You can't doubt Trevor Lawrence, especially after what we saw last year as a freshman against Bama. You can't doubt him. He was phenomenal. You can't doubt him in the postseason. So, I do think that's going to be a really close game. I do have Joe Burrow and LSU in that high-powered offense beating them. But, like I said, I think that's going to be a nail-biter. So, I got Ohio State versus LSU in the national championship. And my winner is, like I said earlier... It's every UGA fan's worst nightmare to see the guy that you let go win the national championship. I got Ohio State over LSU. I mean, Justin Fields is unbelievable. I was always one as a Georgia fan who thought that Jake Fromm was the guy for us. Obviously I'm wrong. I think it was just a common mistake. Yeah, yeah. I I'm not the only the only one in Dog Nation, but Justin Fields takes care of business. Chase Young does his thing. Ohio State does their thing, as they have done all year. I think that's going to be a really close game against LSU, but I got the Buckeyes winning it all. I hate Ohio State. Justin Fields, I wish the best for you. I wish you were still in Georgia, but go win your, go win your natty that you deserve.
3: Yeah, so one thing I didn't think we talked about enough in terms of this is, like, let's say Georgia beats LSU, right? Mm-hmm. But Utah beats Oregon. Then it's between LSU – and Utah for the fourth, correct? If Utah beats Oregon and Georgia beats LSU. It would be between those two. see, But for me, like, I think it's one of the years where the SEC, again, like in that scenario would de- be deserving of two teams because I think, I think LSU has been dominant all year. And I just think it's like, – I think the committee really does sit back and say, hey, like these are the four best teams. Yeah, especially when they share like if they were both 12 and 1, that in that scenario I think like they would go off the fact that LSU has been dominant all year and haven't been below four uh I don't know what they started at this year. I think they were like
0: 5
2: or they they were they're around there. Yeah. Regardless, they've looked absolutely flawless
0: Yeah, all I,
3: so, I
2: agree. Like, um I just do you think you, little, you little, think little, in, little in that you scenario think, think, you... you think you uh, think I would put LSU um over Utah. Yeah, I mean, they still beat Bama. Um Bama's right fifth right now assuming they beat auburn they'll still be five um so it's just it's hard and utah is utah is obviously good to be six but they might look at it as utah being oregon but lsu has beating like bama and maybe they just put that in comparison to georgia being the four seed that's still a top four teams facing off and just losing to a top four team exactly that's another thing yeah that's so like i ad. i would put lsu in that scenario yeah i
0: i agree with and with both of you in that scenario i would put uh, i would put lsu just because you can't question the strength of schedule all year right. they've been dominant all year it's not like you're losing to a bad georgia team is right, right. now no, number four in the country but i also think that even winning the pac-12 conference championship i think if oregon didn't Lose last weekend against Arizona State, and they had and they were that one loss team going into that game. And Utah beat that Oregon team, who looks a lot better than what they do now. Then it's a little bit of a different discussion because that's a much higher quality win for Utah. Right. But because so Oregon, you're saying
3: you're saying that Oregon loss affects like Utah yeah. actually in yeah. This yeah. scenario. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, yeah, because I mean, sure. Oregon's not in the eyes of the committee. Right. That's a worse Oregon team, which hurts Utah. If, Absolutely. If Utah beat that one loss Oregon team with LSU losing to Georgia, then maybe you can make a discussion for Utah being in over LSU. But I just think in the eyes of the committee, this two-loss Oregon team is not that great of a quality win for Utah right. to beat, to jump LSU if LSU were to lose.
3: So another thing is, do y'all see any way that
2: Bama gets in? Yes. What would be the scenario for you? Utah has to lose. Okay. Uh, Georgia has to lose. And okay. I, I still think it's like the hardest like way possible like Baylor and Oklahoma still have like the slimmest of chance cuz Baylor's killing Kansas like 63 to 6 yeah. right now. I think the discussion They're gonna would, be 7 and 8. Yeah, it would be it would come down to probably Oklahoma versus Bama for the fourth spot, right? Yeah, to be completely honest, I hope neither of them make it. I hope they meet each other in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, that would be and sick. And then you get Oklahoma versus Bama there. Then we'd have a bunch
3: of great games, like the most possible.
2: But I still they I still think they might actually put Bama over Oklahoma or Baylor, which kind of sucks. I mean, that they they wouldn't like give like the, the team that even went to the championship and won the championship yep. over it. But it just seems like that ends up being like the the common the common theme.
1: What
0: do you think, Lubin? Oh um, yeah, I agree
1: with Bryn, So bow Alabama that way. Yeah. But I don't think they really have that have a chance personally. Like too much would have to fall in place for them to to make it. And yeah. it, the fact they can't get get away with not playing in their conference championship and getting in. Like yeah. I think that's such a loophole and that's they, the BS. biggest
3: game on their schedule they've lost yeah. and they won't have a conference championship so it's like it's hard to make a case for and them. We're only assuming that they beat Auburn. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which they are currently down 3 with 5 minutes left. Yeah. So
0: Bama is yeah. Bama
1: is, but they had the ball. So Third. we're we're assuming that they beat Auburn. But I I don't think that they should be rewarded for not playing another game and having that one loss compared to other teams being able to be at the top of their conference. Right and then get into a conference
0: championship and then losing to the other good team in the conference. Well, that year that Georgia lost to Bama and the Natty, Bama didn't win the conference championship. That's what I'm saying.
1: Like like I understand that, but I don't think the team should be rewarded for, for that. Like you need you should be able to go
2: through and through. I agree. Obviously this is like not gonna happen because Tua's injured. If Tua was not Injured, would you give Alabama more of a chance to make like just the whole scenario? Still, think like if if you're saying they have if if Tua was like actually healthy, would you give them more of it up just because Tua's on the team? Yeah, yeah,
3: they're
1: obviously much better.
3: He's a huge, like I think, even to the voters, like he's definitely a huge like swaying factor. Well, especially when you're talking about Oklahoma versus Alabama, something like that. In the eyes of the committee,
0: you look at Alabama with a healthy Tua. Everyone knows that that's a much, yeah. much different and a dangerous team. Yeah.
3: Especially when you look at what they've done the past two years
2: with him. Really just might put Bama I mean, yeah. in a championship that, in that scenario. <laughs> I mean, which, it's, which, what healthy. Yeah, yeah, it's which, hard which to argue vir-
1: Very well d- do, but there's obviously some flaws that still need to be ironed out with the, with the college football playoffs. And how much do conference championships really matter? And should there be an expansion or not? Because like I said, I think it is BS that, okay, if you can get away with not playing an extra game, which is you don't risk losing another game and then you
0: somehow get in something's not right to me. The way I see it, I'm not I think there's a lot of flaws in having just four teams. I personally think that having 6 would make the most sense. 8 is just way too much. Anybody who recommends 8 to me, I'm just like I don't want to hear it cuz I just think that's just entirely way that's way too much. But yeah. even if you had I don't I don't know. You have 25 teams. That 26th and twenty seven team is going to be upset. I think no matter how many teams you have, someone's always going to be mad. Yeah. yeah. And someone's always going to find a flaw in the system and that they should expand it. I don't know. I've even heard stuff make it like a like a 32 playoff thing and make it sort of like a college basketball March Madness. And it's play every other week. But for football, which is just lud- that's ludicrous. But I think four is fine. I yeah. think it's good for now. If you were to ask me, I'd prefer it to be six, just to have like all five winners of your conference and then one at large. Yeah. But I don't and know. And I think when... uh
3: we touched on it a little bit earlier too. I think uh I think I do like the idea of six a little bit, but I, I also am enjoying four just because I think the committee every year does a good job of getting the best four teams in. Which I'm not like obviously they could just get the best six sorry, six teams in and you know if like I, I don't know. I, I think having four right now is a good setup. There, I, I like I think every college
1: fan likes like the intensity of these like two games. Yeah. There's also just it, it maintains the beauty of the regular season. And I think that's what separates college football from most uh sports. Yeah. Especially yeah. in America is uh when we talk about usually the NBA, one thing that I always bring up is like, well it's just the regular season, the regular season doesn't really matter. We talk about playoffs. College right. football Regular season kind of is not, it has like a postseason vibe to it because even though like Georgia would play some BS team, if we lose, that's a massive hit towards, let's say, playoff hopes. You lose again, you're out of here. And two losses in the grand scheme of things is nothing, Mm -hmm. but I like the fact that there's a small sample size and that there's such a tight window for error, it makes every game fun. The way it is now, like the the one loss teams
3: are like like, on, usually on the bubble to get in. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you expand it to six, then it's, like, okay, then you can start thinking about two lost teams on the bubble, which I think, to me, that, like, decreases the intensity of, of the week in, week out, Yeah. you know. And we want rivalry week to
1: mean something. We want the championship, yeah. conference championships to mean something. Yeah. Right. Um, sure, like, exactly maybe. Exactly. Like the,
3: the conference championships would take a hit, too, in terms of, like, yeah. meaningfulness. if yeah. If you expand it to six or eight
0: teams, yeah, I just I mean, think it's. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, let's say that we expand to six, maybe eight. Georgia can lose this game and still make it. Right to me, that's just which would be that cool. should be as a as a Georgia fan, I would love I'm that. Fine, but like, I like the intensity, I like a, the anticipation towards the LSU game. It's like okay, we have
3: to win this game. Like viewership
0: it. and fan perspective, like the yeah. importance of that game goes down. It's just that's that's makes college football now is so exciting. Right, and I think if you expand it, the more you expand it, the more excitement, the more the excitement goes away, and I think that's just gonna hurt the sport as yeah. a whole. Yeah,
3: as Georgia fans, we've heard control your own destiny for the past what, three years in a row now because we always find a way to screw up some game and then it's control your own destiny. But once you expand the playoff to six or eight teams, then the you control your own destiny, uh, you, you know.
0: You can afford to have two losses and still make it, Correct. which to me is lame. I th- yeah. I think, Every uh, time you
3: increase the pool, you like the more teams you, are on the you bubble. You increase the quality. So. Yeah, yeah. Six,
2: six, six could work. I used to – I like the idea of eight just because I just think like just – watching eight in a playoff just sounds kind of fun. Yeah. But in reality, it's not smart. It just kills the regular season. Yeah, in reality, it's like a bad move. I think six is possible, but like in the idea of you're saying conference championships can make it, but then you've got to add in you've got to add in the group of five team to do that because then you literally give them no chance whatsoever. Um, but four is – I think four works, but it's just the fact that we're seeing four and seeing like the potential of Bama getting out – and uh, maybe Utah gets screwed over in all this or, like, Oklahoma or Baylor. And that's why I think the idea of six is always such a, a good thought to really do. But it's kind of how you are saying, Max, about how everyone's going to complain no matter... even if you're, yeah. if you're one or two back, you're going to complain no matter what. Hey, no, if, no even matter if we what. do
1: six, obviously the five get in. Who who gets snubbed out of that six spot is going to complain. Because, you know, yeah. you have, like, another UCF that's like, well, we went undefeated. And then they'll get snubbed for, like, a... A two loss Penn State or like a one loss Wisconsin. Yeah, I, or I think it like creates that. more problems than it solves if you expand the playoff. That's just my opinion. I, I think they can afford to expand just a, a a small little bit, but if they were wanting to go more than six, I say just keep it four and deal with the with the four or five. Agreed. uh Agreed. Complaining rather than anything, keep it tight.
3: Yeah, keep I just I also feel like if they do switch to six, I just feel like what's stopping them from making it eight eventually? Yeah, like, I don't know and then just keep going on and exactly. on. Exactly. That's why like I think the four thing, the the four
0: teams should just stay forever. It's going to end up being a 64 team college football March Madness. And this <laughs> and the 65th team will be pissed. you They're going to have Georgia Southern in there. Oh jeez.
2: Uh, there was one more thing just because you were uh bringing up like worst nightmare for for UGA yeah. like with Fields winning. And like really think about like two things with uh with LSU, Ohio State, is Joe Burrow went to Ohio State and then transferred LSU. Yeah. And then you also think about it and you see like Chase Young and then you look back and realize there's that defensive end like just year after year it was Joey Bosa, then Nick
0: Bosa, and then, Chase Young. And they Chase were all Young. they
3: were at one point they're all on the same team. Yeah.
0: So they Which clearly like, got some sort of beast system over there. Everyone they also have the they also
3: pump out first round corners every year. Yeah. Every single year. Mm-hmm. And the and like we like we talked about at the beginning of this year, like the Ohio State quarterbacks whatever system they have in place for the offense, their,
2: their quarterbacks just go off every year. Yeah. I think it's, like, the first time just they, like, actually have, like... Uh, well, I guess there was Haskins, who who actually, like, still has a chance to be solid. But, like, uh, JT Bear wasn't, like, anything, like, too special. But he still had a great college it, Exactly. And, like, Braxton Miller and Terrell Pryor. Yep. And now you had, like, Cardale Jones. I still really have no idea. He played three games. Yeah. Uh, but, like, having, like, Haskins and then Fields, like, probably, like, the best quarterback they've had in, like, a long time. Like, that's... It's that system. Had, ever. 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 He's the system.
1: best quarterback Georgia's ever seen. And, and we said, see you later. And, and and Ohio State, too. He's their highest... He's the highest-rated person crazy had either. So. Blows my mind. Too bad they're not going to win, because Georgia's going to beat them, So <laughs> Let's
0: hope. But, yeah. I mean, it's safe to say that the college football playoff's going to be an exciting one. All four teams... Eh, let's say all three teams have a solid chance, in my opinion. Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, but... Hopefully Georgia Lubin. I know. Hopefully Georgia. I mean, yeah, that's no-brainer to me. So To me, uh,
3: like I th- I think Georgia, Ohio State, like in the natty would be the – That would be like, absurd. That would it'd be awesome. That game would be insane it'd be to awesome watch. As a Georgia fan. Uh, yeah. yeah,
1: I even think the Georgia fan base would be kind of divided too because the <laughs> Fields
0: fans would yeah. be kind of like – I sure, would be. I, I sure who, would be. I sure like, would be. I
3: would No, nah, so I really so wouldn't. I'd I'm be going for like, like, Ohio yeah. State if
0: that's the case. I know you are. my I know how much you hate from. Sorry, dude. But yeah, uh, we hope we hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. And thank you, Jericho. Thank you, Brandon, for joining us on the show. It was a lot of fun. We hope you guys had fun too. Yeah. As always, we're going to be available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you could please rate and review us, it means a lot to us. It always helps us to make the best podcast that we can for you guys. You can also follow us on Instagram at, at the buzzer underscore podcast, as well as on Twitter at, at the buzzer underscore pod. So with that being said, thanks again guys and we'll see you next week. See you later. See you.